Yo, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to, back to another episode of the Corey Cash Podcast. I've been super inconsistent with um, uh, a couple of things has been going on in my life. Um, for the most part, I was working for a company called Luxury and & Company, and, you know, the job was convenient. It was The commute was about 20 minutes walking, and I used to walk there about every day, most of the time. When it was snowing, I didn't walk. Um, and they end up shutting down after two months. Now, the pay was great. It was commissions and base pay. The pay was great. They end up shutting down, so I end up losing my job to that bullshit. So now I'm looking for a new job, but I'm wondering, do I really want a new job or I just want to work for myself and start my own business? In which I got the logo for JUI's clothing. That's the name of it, JUI's. Um, I got the logo for JUI's clothing, and I actually want to start on that and start getting that together. You know, then um, to I also had an interview for an apartment, and I had to like cancel out on that because I would I was not gonna be able to pay to give up the the month first the first month rent because I was jobless after the fact. Um, then on top of that, I received some good news that I might be um, moving from here, and with my cousin and shit like that. So we gonna do that. Then yesterday I received some bad news again of that my grandmother suffered from old timers that she's in the hospital right now. And uh you know, old timers eat you from the inside out, it ends up deteriorating brain because you don't remember anything and I don't know the specifics, but you know, if you do the, do your research, if somebody knows better than me, then let me then let me know. Um so if you wanna contact me about like talking to me, you know getting a vent off and going through the same thing or any type of advice you got me, you know Corey Cash on everything. C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H on Instagram, Twitter. Um, Corey Cash 1 on Snapchat if you want to contact me. You can contact me and I, we could talk about that also. So that's been going on. That's that's some new news been going on. But I, late, lately I've been just keeping my head high. So I've been like um, motivated. I've been in the gym I've been doing a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Like, just trying to work toward my career. With that being said, we could get into... <laughs> we could get into the motherfucking Black China, the fucking Black China sex tape. So, I thought the second video that I saw was her and it ended up not being her. end up being a porn star. But the first video is like, bro, like, Black China... I, it's, it's not like I expected more out of her because bad joints... Keep always, always have wax sex game. Oh yeah, they always got wax sex game. Shout out to um, Midwest Beauty. She just hit me up. I'm on YouTube Live as I'm uh. So now I'm gonna make my podcasts more visual because I've been hitting everybody. I know I cut off what I was just talking about. I'm gonna get back to it. I've been asking everybody in the world to like come and looking also looking for a place to make my podcast visual. Everybody's been giving me the run around. It's not that niggas is lying. It's that niggas is busy. You feel me? And I've been wanting to make it visual because I have guests on my podcasts most of the time. And I've been wanting everybody to see everybody's facial expressions and the reaction of when we argue and shit like that. And I just couldn't get nobody to do it. So I figured out a way. And my personal side, I just was like, I'm going to go live on YouTube and I'm going to post it when I'm done. So mind that shit. Cause I'm we we ghetto in here. I call four shades. I just never bought it. It's not a priority. 
So mind that shit. But I know um my shades is ripped. I know y'all the people that's watching the audio, y'all can't see, but my shades is ripped. But yeah, I've been trying to get everybody to do a visual and it just haven't been working. So I was like, yo, I'm just gonna go on YouTube, go live and post this shit. And then it, it that's what it's gonna be from now on. I'm gonna make it visual until I actually get a camera crew that's willing to invest their time into doing what I wanna do. And because everybody's been asking me to do podcasts and I can't. I'm tired of doing it only audio. I want everybody finds it funny audio, but imagine this shit visual. You feel me? And for the people that don't, that that got Androids, they can watch it on YouTube. Cause my shit is on iTunes, but my shit is on speaker, but nobody has speaker because nobody knows about it. So now you can watch it on YouTube. I had them on audio on YouTube. Now it's gonna be visual and audio. So I'm moving up on that. Now getting back to Black China. Now a lot of y'all niggas don't know, bro. These niggas. Be fiending for bitches that they feel is bad. You feel me? But in the same token, these same joints that y'all feel is bad, they get niggas is so desperate to hit that when niggas hit, they done fantasize about it for too long. They nut quick. So a lot of these bad bitches, quote unquote, they don't have to do much in the bedroom because niggas is satisfied with just fucking her and putting her on his bucket list. So I... I'm not surprised that's how Black China's sex tape was whack because if you had any sexual encounters with quote unquote bad bitches, you would know that their sex is just whack. Either they can't take dick or they just boring. Now you gonna run into a handful. This is why you need to date regular joints like from Tinder, regular joints, because regular joints will fuck you way better than the bad bitch will fuck you. Not only that, you ain't gotta worry about a bad bitch. I mean, a bitch exposing you. You ain't gotta worry about a joint exposing you or none of that shit. But y'all niggas choose to chase these bad bitches. And look what happened when a bad bitch gets exposed of having a whack-ass sex game. Like, y'all should have known better. And the shit is funny because she... The thing is, I, the thing that bothers me about what's going on in today's community is that as my generation don't think about the future. You feel me? When we talk about, like, kids going to school, shout, I mean... Shout out. But I want to um, give a moment of silence to the people that lost their lives up in Florida in the school. But the kids suffer from mental issues because of the parents. Because later on, you know what I'm saying, the kid is going to have to go to school and, and, and hear about that shit. And you know the three most honest people on earth today is old people, kids, and drunk people. And you know kids is rude. Because some kids don't have no home training. Luckily for um, some of my generation in the 90s, we had home training. But some of us get on Instagram and act totally different. You feel me? But it's it when the kids suffer from a mental issue, or when you're doing these things, it's not it's nothing wrong with recording yourself having sex. It's just, are you going to put it in your phone? Or... Gonna put it in that person's phone, a person that you barely know, or the person that you do know. Do you trust them when 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 things are going bad and and you, they're not getting away? Is their first reaction? Is, oh, I'm gonna put the fucking the video out. You feel me? It's just like y'all have to think of these things, and y'all gotta think about my generation. Gotta think of these things. It's, it's it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. You feel me? Like we don't think about the future. Like, some of us, some of us is just like you selling drugs, bro. But like, what business or what... If you don't want your son to work, like, what business are you starting right now or investing to or saving for 
that your kids ain't got to work or the kids could just keep the business. Like, what are we really doing as 26-year-olds, 25-year-olds, in our 20s? What are we really, really, really doing to prepare our kids for a better living than we did we had? Now, I want my kid to experience both sides of the field, but I don't want him to be dead poor how I grew up. I'm not, even, not dead poor, but like how I grew up, you feel me? But I want better for my kids. So, I was just thinking about that. like, And then I'm also thinking about this pro-ho era. Because you really have women that go out there and push this agenda of, oh, if men are hoes, we could be hoes too. And it's like, all right, if you ever paid attention to any type of facts of life or any type of facts of humanity, you would know. Think about it, bro. White people couldn't even control their own fucking kids. Black women was watching white people kids. To this day, when you fast forward, when slavery is done and over, well, you know how people say slavery is really not over. When you fast forward to today's day in 2018, who's still the nannies? Black women. Jamaican women, Trinidadian women. White women are not nannies of black kids. White women are not nannies at all. So, women being the backbone of Africa, but black women being the backbone of Africa, black women, I mean, black women being the importance of, of America, etc. If we push a pro ho era or pro ho mentality, then the men follow behind and what we do as men, as black men, what do we do? Do we still be hoes? Do we become weak? And that's the question that I have because who's more self-sufficient as human beings? Is it women or is it men? And women are point blank, period. So when you leave a man for self and he got to do things for himself, but a woman's attention towards thriving off her sexual needs, then we're... Do men fall? When do, where do men fall in this whole category? Like, how does humanity cooperate or exist if women is focused on being hoes? And it's the same for men too. Like, if you being a hoe around your daughter, what agenda or what mentality are you pushing? Because a lot of the things—that's why I'm getting back to what we saying. I like my generation does not think for the future or for their kids. And we need to start taking this shit more serious because I get we having no fun on Instagram. I get we in our prime, but do you know what I'm saying? Hold back on certain things that don't need to be done. I see people that are parents, men and women, niggas flashing guns and got their kid on their same Instagram page. I see women thrive off attention, want to show a little nipple ring, want to have a little sexy outfit on Instagram, something that needs to be saved for your man in the bedroom. But... The unconditional love comes from your child. Like, the child would never not love you. You know what I'm saying? An animal would never not love you. A, a random, like a nigga that you met or you're interested in, he's he got a choice whether to leave. He, niggas is people who are temporary these days. And I don't think y'all understand. So when y'all put this, this attention-thobbing pictures, men and women, like, what are y'all niggas really looking for? Like, what are we really looking for at the end of the day? Some comfort? And I think today's society... Shout out to Midwest Beauty. She's still typing in the um, thing. But today's society, we don't think about that shit. And it's deep. It's deep. This is a, from a psychological standpoint of what we pushing. And I was just, and I also was trying to get on the, I had the topics in my phone, but I ended up going live on my phone and the topics is in my phone. I wanted to speak on, like, men not being masculine no more. Like, I see men wearing wigs, right? 
And everybody wants to put the comparison between Martin and niggas on Instagram. People on Instagram are doing it and not receiving the type of pay that Martin is, is getting. People are doing it. Martin have multiple characters. Y'all have one character when y'all act like a woman. And that's it. And I'm not about to put on the wig to, to tell a joke. It's not that serious. You feel me? I could take women to that moment without putting on a wig. Like, I really don't believe in putting on wigs, and that's just me. I don't think as a male getting paid, I seen it happen too. I seen a nigga from Vine go to the club with a wig, the female Uggs on, lipstick, and, and loop earrings. Imagine getting paid to be a character, but then not being respected for who you are as a person. So these people that y'all portray on the internet, when clubs is like, we want you to come, but we want you to dress up as a character and we give you 10 grand and you do it, where's your integrity and your dignity and your morals at? Like, this is, I, I question my, I question the social media ever, and I feel like it's destroying humanity. Like, things on the internet is real. Yeah, we're watching it. Yeah, we're experiencing it. But is it, like, is that a daily basis? Is this something that happens on a daily basis? No, that's something that you see on the internet. Like when you see the Al-Qaeda videos on Facebook, you feel me? We don't really see that shit on a daily basis. Niggas getting their head chopped off. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's reality for them, but that's not reality for us. You feel me? It, it's, it's just so much depth into what, what we doing as a collective. And I feel like we in, we more empowered as teenagers, as young adults, we more empowered because of the internet. We can make so much things happen, and it has to be a balance. I'm not saying that, oh, every girl should be an angel, and then they should not be promiscuous. But if you're going to be promiscuous, please respect yourself. If you're going to get in a field where that's that, you can't get, and this is my thing. I I, I was on, on Twitter, and I saw this girl that was a porn star, amateur porn star, Complaining about people talking about her kids. You feel me? I wanted to write on Twitter, but I didn't want her to think I wanted to buy pussy. But I followed her on the gram, and I, and I told her, like, listen, I ain't trying to holler. I'm just trying to tell you. I seen you going off on Periscope, and you was wilding, and you was talking about niggas talking about your kids, and people was criticizing. You can't be in the field. First of all, you being black, you getting judged, right? But then take it to, take it. you could take it into categories, right? Being black, you getting judged. Then you go into um, being a black woman, you get judged. Then you go into being a porn star, you being judged. If you're if you're not capable of receiving criticism, whether it's bad or good, then you don't need to be in there. You think I I go places where it's only white people, and I already know what to receive, and I accept it. Whether it's nigga or is this is he's gonna be ignorant? Is he? I accept it. You can't go into a field like porn star and then get mad when people talk about, oh, what you think about you? you know these things is coming. So if you're going to put them at risk and you, and you sensitive about them, then you shouldn't be in that field. And I told her straight up, like, you shouldn't, you should, you got to accept you being criticized as a human being by doing what you do. It's on camera. So later, so, so to fast forward and I seen her, she got like vlogs. So I'm like, okay. She was like preaching women to pro hoes, and I'm like, okay, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but I want to know if you teaching women or you saying that your main see people don't understand you living life is more important than impressing the opposite sex. Like 
females shouldn't be living to impress us and males shouldn't be living to impress women. It's still other issues, mental issues, and so much other things to impress the opposite sex. Like, she's saying, oh, I don't know, verbatim, oh, men don't like hoes because they can't benefit from it. I mean, we get pussy out the deal, so how do we don't benefit from it? Then I was telling her, like, if you preaching that women should all be hoes, or you preach that that type of mentality, then how the world will work. She like, oh, buy my book. I'm not buying your book about women being hoes or preaching. That shit is crazy. That's like me preaching niggas to sell drugs. Like, I would never buy a book that tells niggas to sell drugs. Like, and I was just like, damn, like, mentality is really fucked up. Really fucked up. And then people think they could um, strip titles of power by calling themselves it. Like, it's like me calling myself a real nigga. And it's like, the, the 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 powerful meaning of nigga itself, me me trying to still hurt when you get called by people a nigga. Even if your name, if you got only clothes, is real, I'm a real nigga. I'm a real, I'm a nigga. I'm a nigga. Even if you implanted in yourself, it's still gonna hurt or still make you feel some type of way getting called a nigga by a white person. So when you have females calling themselves a hoe or put it in their Instagram name, they try to strip power of the word. So it won't hurt when they being called it. But it's like, it's a reverse psychology move that really you can't hold because people criticize you for doing what you what your profession is in this pornography and you can't handle that. So be, imagine being called a hoe. You tried to strip it of its title and it's like, I don't understand this error. And it's like, maybe I was, I was, I feel like we was all brought up the same, but at some, certain times when 2000s came, I guess we went like this. I guess we dispersed because a lot of people, y'all got the same morals. Like, y'all don't have the same morals y'all had in the 90s or 2000s. And y'all do things that's way out of character. And y'all try to benefit from it. And it's like, I be I sit here every day and I question humanity. Like, where are we going as, as, as a group of black people? Like, where are we really going? And I want to, um, I just want us to dwell on that shit as a collective. And I feel like a lot of us should get together and, and, and think about what we're going to do and try to empower Myself. Like, I want to empower myself. I want to get to a situation where I'm financially stable and I could help start businesses. Like, I have two or three people that want to start a gym, and I think that's good. Make it affordable. You know what I'm saying? Make it affordable. Give um, lessons. You feel me? To solve. Because health is a big issue in the hood. The hood. Quote, unquote. The hood. Health is a big issue in the ghetto community. You feel me? And I feel like we need to focus on that. We need to focus on that as a collective because it's contagious. Positivity is contagious as far as negativity is. It's too. You feel me? Like we need these. We need these things. And like we need things in the hood. We need fucking bad eating places because when you take the demographics of our neighborhoods, it's like a liquor store, it's a chicken spot, McDonald's. It's nothing positive to even. Even your intake is negative. What you eating is negative. When you eat, when you ever notice when you eat. Healthier, you have a different mentality. You're energized. You really think about negative shit. You think about what's the next step to make me even more greater physically. You feel me? And when you want to, when you're there physically, then you're going to eventually get there mentally. And I feel like we need more gyms that's affordable. We need better eating places around our neighborhood. We need like daily meetups on what the community could bring, like recreational things, like. Basketball, more basketball courts. Basketball courts have to be 
done every one for um every four months. You repainted um more activities, more rec centers and all that stuff. We need that shit in there because I what black people suffer from diabetes. Myself, I suffer from diabetes, which is hereditary. Um, you have heart diseases. You got obesity. And obesity is going to be at an all-time high now because the kids don't go outside. So now you're just feeding them McDonald's chips, and they don't go outside. They're just on their iPad all day. They're not in the park running like how we did in the 90s before social media existed, before it was a thing, before it was a thing. And we need, as a collective, as black people, we need to sit down, and, and you're going to have niggas that's against it. And that's where the balance comes in. You're going to have positive, but the world is mostly negative right now. We just need a, a positive. Black Panther came out and everybody getting along, but after Black History Month is going and 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 a new movie comes out or something big that happens in the media, then we erase Black Panther. So your revelance, the revelance of things don't even last long. Like, yeah, like if you didn't do it before the nineties, it ain't shit. It ain't shit. Like niggas ain't really remembering anything anybody do anymore. Look how quick everybody was like it went from Black Panther to Black China to Black Ink. Because the issue with Donna, um, I don't watch the show, but I heard the girl Donna was getting fucked in the Popeye's bathroom. And it's like, look how quick that turned. Black Panther being the highest selling Marvel movie, making millions and millions of dollars, it turned the negativity that quick. Went to Black China and went to the other girl. Just look at like, it doesn't last. Like, it, things don't last. And that's why I feel like we got to keep the positivity. As far as we got to keep the positivity as far as like <clears throat> as far as in the, our neighborhoods, you know, what I'm saying we got to put I want to be able to put myself in a position where I can make other people in a good financial position. But they're going to have to work for it. I know family always look for hands, up, but you're going to have to work for it. If I tell you I want you to be this type of manager, then you're going to have to be that manager. You're going to have to work for it. I'm not putting you in a position to just keep feeding you and keep feeding you. So. That's that. And I also want to touch base on, and I also want y'all to hit me up. Whoever listens to this podcast, I want you to rate it five stars on iTunes. Wherever you see it, just rate it and leave your comment. I also want people to, um, I'm, if, if y'all want me to, I might start a GoFundMe for, I might start a GoFundMe for my clothing line. All right, so JUI's clothing line. It was taught. It, it, I'm gonna tell, let me just give you the quick background story. JUI's clothing line was thought about. I want to say about the time I was working at Macy's. I want to say 2015. I thought about. I just was saying the word. I'm on my JUI's. It's like juice, basically. I got the juice. I got the JUI's now. Like you know what I, mean? I was saying it, and then my man Julius brought it to my attention. Like, hold on, everybody's putting their name JUI's on Vine, so why not make it uh, um, some clothes out of it, like a clothing line. I thought about it, and then I, I was struggling with trying to get the logo. I was struggling with trying to get the logo, end up getting the logo. I had to, I'm not going to lie, I had the logo for some months now. So I was thinking about, I, I'm going to have the money to start the thing up. But if you just want to get, like, oh, what Corey Cash doing is good, I wanted to start a GoFundMe for that. Like, if you want me, if you just want to invest a dollar, I'm going to just have something that I'm going to call a dollar in a dream from now on. I'm going to just have something to call a dollar in a dream. And you could just give a dollar. And spread the word. But I want to know. I want you to hit me up on Snapchat and tell me, are you going to buy a hat? Because I'm going to have that hat first. 
I might do snapbacks. Then I'm going to lead into clothes, actual clothes like sweatsuits. I'm going to start off with sweatsuits. I have the idea where I want to put the logos on sweatsuits. So I just want to know. I want. I need a like a quick estimate on who buy it. Because I did it on Snapchat before, and everybody was like they buy it. Not everybody, but about 10 people said they will buy it. So I want you to give me some feedback on that as well. Um... That's basically it. That's all I've been up to. I just like as far as I really nothing has been going on in the world um to talk about that much. Oh, as a matter of fact, I do want to talk about something. Um recently uh, uh a reporter from Fox criticized LeBron and Kevin Durant, two NBA basketball players, um of giving their not ideas, their feelings or opinions of how they feel about Trump. She told them to shut up and keep dribbling. And it was like, that was like a big insult to me because what do you, what did you really want to say? It sounded like you wanted to say, just shut up and eat chicken. Just shut up and keep eating watermelon. It sounded like you wanted to really say that. And then I felt like it was bad because like, how are you going to criticize? She tried to break it down as far as them being professional athletes that they have no right to um criticize Trump. And I felt like that was pure bullshit. And it's like. I forgot the black lady name. She was criticized for giving her opinion of um on something she was suspended. But white lady, white lady, white lady, white lady bluntly just criticizes NBA players and does not receive no type of termination, no type of violation. And it's just like I was watching this stand up by Michael Michael Che. I want to I want to say his name Michael Che or Michael Che. He works for Saturday Night Live. He's a comedian. And he, he has some very interesting takes on, I know I spoke about power of black women, but the power of white women. And I'm not saying influential as far as us, affecting us. It does affect us, but it doesn't influence us to do want to do the same. And he was like, you know how powerful you have to be to go to a neighborhood like Harlem, move in, and because of your presence, the rent goes up. Like, think about how oblivious white women are to their own power. I feel like white people are really oblivious to their own power. And they try to make it seem like it doesn't exist. Like, they don't have leeway. Or they, if we all have the 50-mile march, right? I mean, 50-mile race. They start off at 10 miles. They got a head start. And they, they, they act so oblivious to it. And it bothers me. It bothers me. Like a motherfucker that they act so oblivious to that when it comes to that. So, and I thought about it, like, even if, and then he said, then he said something that I subconsciously never paid attention to. Michael Che also stated that, he said, I'm going to show you how powerful black women are. I mean, what white women are. He said, you could be at a bar and a white woman could come up to you drunk. Take your hat and walk off with it and you won't do nothing. And I just thought about that, like, from a slavery, you know, like, back in the time standpoint, like, how subconsciously we don't react because of those things. Like, that shit is crazy. I never thought about that shit until he brought it to my attention. And, like, this nigga's on to something. Like, this nigga's on to something. Like, they go to neighborhoods. Just It's called gentrification. They go to neighborhoods that's considered the hood or poor due to their presence, the rent go up. Do you know how powerful you have to be to do that? And then 
white people have a nerve to be like, oh, slavery, you still talking about that. Like, it's in. Like, I really don't understand the standpoint of are white. Like, and then if you act, white people would be like, oh. Then if you ask a white person, do you want to be treated like me? I, I saw this white lady ask, do, do anybody in here want to get treated like an African-American? And nobody raised their hand, so due to the fact that y'all didn't raise your hand, that then lets you know that it's an issue. Race is an issue that needs to be addressed. Addressed, my fault. Addressed. It needs to be addressed. And I feel like when you run in a country, you got to have controversy. You got to have people to pick on. And for a long time in American history, black people have been the ones to pick on. You feel me? Like, it's racism would never end because it stirs up so much attention, so much conversations, so much financial beneficial conversations, like podiums of people talking about race. And that's why it would never end. And America promotes it. Like commercials mostly have white people, one black person. It's never equal amount. It's just so, and then to live in 2018 and now seeing a, a couple of black superheroes or all black cast, or all black this, I'm loving it because these things was missing for so long. Think about it. After Martin, Fresh Prince, Living Single, and Living Color, Jamie Foxx, it's so many black shows in the 90s, right? Look at the gap from then. We like 20 years from the 90s, 20, no, almost 30 years from the 90s. It has not been those type of shows in dumb long. Like, and that's why you have to, you have to be happy that we got them now. And if white people feel offended, it's okay. But we need to let y'all know it's our time. Y'all had y'all time for a very long time. It needs to be it's black everywhere. Because all the other months, the only one I could think of is black. Somebody said on you, I'm on YouTube Live. Somebody said the only one I could think of. You got Luke Cage. You got Black Panther now. I got an all black guys. Blackish. You got Insecure. You got so many black shows, bro. Well, um, the Carl Michael show. You got multiple black Black shows than blackish, bro. Think about that shit. But I'm just happy to see that it it, it we have some now rather than it we just living off of Martin the whole fucking time. And I wanna see how this is gonna go. Is things gonna change? But it's like low key when you think about it, white people still eating off that shit. Because they own television, they own Netflix, they own so much stuff. So much of the stuff that black people are great at, they own. So much stuff that the black people invented, they own. They own. Like, and, that, and that's the craziest part. About, and it's like, us not, us living in a generation where you don't have to leave the house to make money. You can make money from home. And it's it being a lot of black comedians on Instagram or social media, period. 
why don't we start owning shit? Why don't we start creating shit? Why don't we take our money and stop getting fly and just start owning shit? Start starting businesses for other black comedians to get on, other people to get in on. There's so many talented people that do makeup, fucking comedic, comic, model, etc. Why we just don't take our money and just get together and just do this shit? And do this shit right. And leave some shit in our fucking kids so our kids could go on. If you want to play basketball, okay, we got agents that help. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need these things. We need to start thinking about long term and longevity instead of short term. Because my nigga, all the materialistic shit that we our money on is not gonna go with us into the grave. It's not. But I just want y'all to think about everything I talked about in this whole podcast. And this is Corey Cash Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at C O R Y C A S H, Snapchat Corey Cash One. Facebook the same, um, Twitter the same. I'm out. Peace. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.